0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: All right, let me throw one thing by you here, George. Tom Brady retired on Wednesday. I think this is real. I know last year was, what, 39 days, I think it was, before he retired and unretired. I'm going to say he's actually done. So, not that the Colts had any interest in him this year. And really, outside of the Titans, I don't think any direct rival with the Colts had any interest in bringing him. So, I don't think his retirement and walking away from football impacts the Colts too much next year. But I want to throw this by because I was kind of thinking about this earlier today. Obviously, the biggest rival for the Colts for, you know, being 20 years old, the majority of my life was the Patriots, Bill Belichick uh, and, and Tom Brady. Hate them. Who do you think Colts fans should Day more? Tom Brady or Bill Belichick?
0: I'm going to go with Brady because they're one and one against Belichick since, since Brady left. So, and Brady came back in and beat them with Tampa Bay. So, um, you know, I, I just think he, and he did it the same way he always did. I think that was the, maybe the most perfect thing is his last game at Lucas oil stadium. The Colts lead most of the way and he gets the ball late and goes down there and carves their heart out. in the fourth quarter last year, uh, which is what he's done the entire time he was there. So, you know, I, I just look at it. He was such a killer on the field, you know, and that if you gave him the ball, my my gauge for all these quarterbacks, you know, as we're looking at, at the draft is always if if I'm playing against them and I've got a four point lead and they get the ball at their own 25 yard line with 90 seconds left, who am I most afraid of? That's that's the guy I would want to draft. You know, who am I most worried is going to score? And I think Brady is – if you're looking at that on an NFL level, he's right there on the all-time list of of guys that you feared in that very situation. And it just felt like – I don't know how many times we played the Colts, but probably 60% of them, that was a scenario, and he that's how he won the game.
1: I honestly – What helped me kind of come to this conclusion was actually yesterday on Twitter when you see a lot of videos of Tom Brady were but what I enjoyed the most was a lot of videos back from the 07 AFC title game in which you had that insane epic win as the Colts do beat Tom Brady uh, and go to the Super Bowl, and I saw a lot of the you know, Marlon Jackson interception, which is great. But I will say what helped me solidify the answer of Bill Belichick hating him more than Tom Brady is the fact that when Marlon Jackson picked it off, it wasn't more like, screw you, Tom Brady. It was honestly more, screw you, Bill Belichick. I kind of see it. His just standing there on the sideline as he always is emotionless. Like just though. And maybe just because there was, it was a few, uh, playoff games in the snow before that the Foxborough just kind of seen. I just, I hate Bill Belichick and I will say, I don't know if this is controversial or not, George ever since Tom Brady left new England, like even just for me as someone who, who hated him and the Patriots, he's gotten a lot more likable when he's gone to Tampa Bay. I wasn't rooting against him when he won a super bowl in Tampa. Like I, I've enjoyed watching Tom Brady play now that he's no longer the Patriots Whereas if Bill Belichick left the Patriots and was coaching, you know, wherever outside of the Colts, I think I would so root against him. I would hate him.
0: I, I think it was funny because uh, Gronkowski was on one of those 93 commercials that he's on uh, the other day. And I looked at my wife and I said, you know, isn't it remarkable how much more uh, likable Gronkowski and Brady got when they left New England? Like all of a sudden, both of them are, you know, everywhere, uh, and it's they're like different people. Well, not so much Gronk. I mean, he was probably the one guy who was able to have a personality and didn't really That's care true. what Belichick did. Um, but certainly with Brady, I mean, he's on Twitter and he's you know doing that golf thing with Aaron Rodgers and right. like talking trash and like it was totally he's different like a guy.
1: Funny guy when you hear him talk.
0: Like a hundred percent different guy after he he left New England. I, I always with Belichick the, the game that always comes to mind for me is the fourth and inches game. I mean, anytime I think about him and the Colts, I mean, that's the one when you're talking about like the whole sideline just kind of over there, you know, like, yeah, we got you like that. That game really um, felt like, you know, they outsmarted Belichick that, you know, although you know, Kevin Falk holds onto the ball, if he doesn't bobble, it probably actually works. But, you know, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a really good conversation to have because I think there's, there's arguments on both sides of that. Um, but I do think I, I can't really think of a moment when Bill Belichick was likable. His dog was likable during the 2020 draft. Does that count?
1: <laughs> that, that, I guess that, that could be something. And that's, a, if that's where we're going, with, which I think it's Nike's name, I think it, whatever it yeah, is, Nike. right? If we're talking about the dog being the most likable part of Bill Belichick, like that, that answers your question. And right, even like, I think it's a good point, too. The fourth and inches game was at like 09, I believe, on Sunday night, 08, yeah. 09. It's like, that's where, again, it was more like, even though Brady was a quarterback who threw the passes, we're like, screw you, but like we got you now, Bill, compared to like, oh, we beat Tom Brady. It's still obviously you hate Tom Brady. Love beating Tom Brady. But I think for me, at least it was just I felt a little extra joy when it came to beating Bill and just seeing his stoic face like just like on the sideline after a loss. It just brought me so much more joy than just kind of seeing Tom Brady walk off angry and upset. So that's what at least where my brain went after he retired yesterday's, you know, Brett Colts catch. Obviously, the both dominate the entire NFL. And not as bad. I will say I guess the only good news is with with Brady. You saw it. They I think it was CBS NFL and CBS posted a graphic on Twitter of his record versus like every team. There's no I'll tell you this, We asked Buffalo Bills fans, that answer is quickly quickly Tom Brady. 33 yeah. and 3. 33 and 3. Tom Brady against the Bills. So, I he think dumped
0: on Buffalo too when they were here for the Super Bowl. That's one of the things I remember. Like he threw shade at, at the city of Buffalo. Uh, when they were here for the Super Bowl, which uh, I remember the Bills fans not. I don't. Uh, if there's a fan base that you really don't want to anger, and Buffalo and Philly, right? I mean, like to just go on a tangent here. Like to me, those are the two I don't. I don't want them marking me and coming after me.
1: Philly will fight you, and uh-huh. the Bills fans will throw sex toys at you. So I don't know I what's put you worse. you at a table. <laughs> yeah. and even <Eagles> those fans <laughs> will climb light poles and tear down your city. That is for sure. So I'm with you. Those are two fan bases I'm not poking the bear on. Let him cool. go. Let them be. Let them do their own thing in their own city. But yeah, I don't want them uh, coming after coming after me. That is for sure. But goodbye, Tom Brady. Good riddance. Not gonna miss you. But like I said, especially when Bill Belichick retires, I think that'll be a a satisfying day to really see. See you later, Bill. Also, speaking of tangents, really, I want to throw something else by you because I've seen it a lot recently. And it cracks me up. Now with the transfer portal on college football, you right, know obviously we're seeing players move about and even, they, you know, forget about just not playing. We've seen him start at a few places and go somewhere else. And when you see Joe Burrow, you know, riding the bench at Ohio State for three years, now have his glow up at LSU and now killing the Bengals, we've seen Ohio State fans try to claim Joe Burrow as one of their own. And one debate I've seen that's very funny is how Alabama and Oklahoma fans both are trying to claim Jalen Hurts. That's probably an easier one just because obviously Jalen Hurts played and played at a high level at both. But it's like if you're – Another thing about Tom Brady here, i bring that to say this. For all the flat, or all, like, when it comes to Brady Manning, and you know, all the talk about how Brady dominated Peyton Manning, you know, Peyton Manning couldn't win, couldn't beat uh, Tom Brady in the Patriots dynasty there. And you look at the playoffs, Peyton Manning in his five playoff games against Tom Brady was 3-2. and two. Now, the tough part is, and why he kind of brought up the transfer portal is, he's 2-0 and as oh, a Bronco. He's 1-2 and two as a Colt. So it's like overall that whole Brady Brady Manning argument's gone on for two decades, and it's always perceived to be oh Brady dominated Peyton. That's anytime it was a big game you can always trust Tom Brady. Realistically, in the playoffs, Peyton Manning had a better record, uh, had a winning record over Tom Brady. How do how should Colts fans? I'm I'll be honest, I'm kind of conflicted because one time it's like, well yeah that's that's my guy Peyton three and two against Tom Brady suck on that. But also at the same time it's like well two of those wins came came with Denver, so it's like. I don't think Colts fans can honestly claim that. It's a little frustrating.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, three one in the AFC Championship game against Brady. I think that really is is you know telling too. One and one here in Indy and two and zero in Denver. Um, yeah, that's it, Manning's really one of the more interesting Hall of Famers in that regard too. Because most of them, if they played for multiple teams, there's one. Like, does anybody really think of Brett Favre as anything but a Packer? You know, what I mean, maybe maybe yeah. Aaron finally remembers him as a Jet. I doubt that but maybe he does, <laughs> um, you know, the Vikings fans, they probably still dislike far more than they like him. He was a Packer longer, you know, um, really, I think. I, I Manning. I can't think of anybody kind of in the same boat as Manning, where you've got. Obviously, he was in Indy the vast majority of his career, but his success in Denver was so phenomenal you know they they were going to super bowl every other year it was brady like during that time he was there um it's really hard i i i think that's one where you have legitimately two fan bases claiming you know the legend and and it actually works you know what i mean you you see sort of like you're talking about with Hertz with oklahoma and alabama there's actually arguments on both sides of that for why he belongs in both camps um I guess Joe Burrow's an Ohio native. so Maybe, but that, that's not as big. I don't think that counts. You know, he, he didn't play for Ohio State. So it's, you can't really give that same, you know, right. energy. You didn't win any games um, there.
1: Like, you can't do it. Jordan fans I mean, can't claim trust in fields.
0: The weird thing about the transfer portal, too, and Matt Painter brought this up and go on another tangent. Like, where's their support coming from afterward? Like, if you graduate from Michigan like Tom Brady, you're a Michigan man. He his right. career there wasn't, you know, spectacular. It wasn't anywhere near what what he ended up being in the NFL, but he's a Michigan guy and he had all the support of the Michigan faculty and, you know, their placement people and, and things like that. Um these guys that go to four or five schools, you know, I don't know. It's interesting to see how that plays out as the years go on uh, if guys want to go back and finish degrees or if they want to get, you know, if they're athletic side of things doesn't work out you know where they want to go i don't know it'll be interesting to see i thought it was weird with burrow i know a lot of people over in columbus he's in the middle of that lsu run he's on ohio state's campus at like christmas break because he's got so many people there that are his people and it's just i think that's what's weird about college football right now but i wonder you know to bring it back to the nfl is it going to make things easier for free agency down the line do you have guys who maybe are a little bit more prepared to step into a new situation and win right away. They have, yeah, I don't know. Do you think it will factor in, in any sense like that?
1: I do because I think we're starting to see it now with like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, where like anytime you draft and you have the franchise guy without a doubt, you never see him. Like it's rare, like it was unprecedented to see Peyton, to see Brady, to see uh Brett Farth kind of leave their iconic teams. And go play somewhere else. I know Joe Montana at the end, like you know, was with the Chiefs, but that was a little different. Like there are some exter- uh, extenuating circumstances, but for the most part, anytime you think of like all-time great quarterbacks, almost all of them have played for exclusively one team. And again, if it's a year or two, you don't really count that because you know they ended their career, may just trying to get a paycheck, or just still play, they don't have it. But with with Brady won a Super Bowl, with Peyton won one of the Broncos, been to two, I think we're going to start to see, like I said, more and more quarterbacks. Like franchise guys now play, you know, legitimate and have like almost two different careers for two different teams where, I mean, I think at least Lamar's getting traded this offseason. So, and I don't think that's going to like all of a sudden be a, a rarity now going forward with with, the, with how high contracts are. I think it's tougher for teams now to make a call early on or even we're seeing an instance where you have guys like Carson Wentz, you guys have Matthew Stafford who, you know, have signed big contracts and the team goes either we're trying to rebuild, see you later, or the guy busts out like Carson Wentz didn't say see you later. So it's like you think, oh, franchise icon, he's going to be there in the next 10 years without a doubt. We're, I think we're starting to see less and less. I still think, you know, hopefully for the Colts, fingers crossed, they get their guy in the draft. We'll see him in a Colts uniform for 10, 15 years. But it is starting to become, like I said, less and less. And it's, I think we're starting to see now it's, it's easy, like I said, I think a little bit of the transfer portal in college because now it's a little more normalized. So if you're in college and it's like, oh, I played most of my career here, but Now for a year or two, I got to really kind of take it to the next level and go somewhere else and have success and be beloved by two fan bases. I do think it makes it easier once you get to the NFL to kind of not lose loyalty per se, but realize I, I basically not chained to this organization my entire life. I want to go play somewhere else, or if I want to get a better deal somewhere else, I can, I don't have to settle for, you know, whatever contract or whatever role I'm being asked to do. If I don't like it compared to like, you know, earlier times when it's basically you draft a guy, you get him. He's there, no doubt about it. Outside of, like I said, maybe the tail end of his career, so it's interesting. Yep. And also to bring it back to Peyton and Brady, it's sickening. It's I. It is sickening to see any sort of reference as uh, with Peyton Manning in a Broncos uniform. Look, I will uh, say if, this:
0: that second win in the uh, AFC Championship game—that that was the defense. I mean, Peyton was along for the ride on that one. He, and, the I, I and the Peyton. Super Bowl,
1: the Super, I love Peyton. i mean—that's all the defense. And it, mm-hmm. and you see him like. PFF put up a graphic yesterday when Tom Brady retired. They had Tom Brady, you know, someone like the, you know, basically uh, outside of Rodgers, like basically an era and Philip Rivers, Big Ben. They put Philip Rivers, no problem, in a Chargers uniform, you know, he didn't finish with the Chargers. But you have Tom Brady in a Buccaneers uniform. And, of course, Peyton Manning in, in, a, in a Broncos uniform. George, it's sickening. I'll i be honest. I'll, I'll reveal secret here. Because a lot of my friends know I'm a big Peyton Manning fan. And they always try to needle me in terms of, you know, oh, Peyton's a true Bronco, blah, 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 it? I will say, it does bother me. It bothers me. I will fully admit, I'm not afraid to say, like, anytime, whether it was the Hall of Fame announcement and it's happening in Denver, whether you see him at Broncos games because he lives in Denver now, it does eat at me, it does bother me that now he is nationally, not not more associated with the Broncos than the Colts, but you see him more with the Broncos and have that kind of affiliation to do with the Colts. It it does, it's it's frustrating.
0: I wonder, too, like, what's Brady's legacy in Tampa going to be? He won a Super Bowl there. And they were the first team to do it on their home field. Um, you know, and then the second year was pretty good too. And they, they made a deep playoff run uh, and got beat by the Super Bowl champs. And then this year didn't really go the way anyone wanted it to go, but like it'll be interesting to see, is he going to be considered one of the all-time bucks? It's not like they have, you know, centuries thing. of, of, of history there.
1: They were perpetual losers outside of Oh two. And like, I think a year or two after that, they were kind of in the mix. But I mean, The end of John Gruden's era in Tampa was awful. They just—it was not good. So I think it's crazy to say. I think so. I think Tom Brady is going to go down as the best quarterback in two different franchise histories, and it's just ironic that one was he was there for twenty years, makes sense. The other he was there for three. Oh, I gotta look it up. I think he's like the all-time leader in passing touchdowns. Maybe I think I—I don't. I think I got that right. He has like some sort of Bucks record, I believe. Which I just goes to show you, like I said, the, the futility that that team has had for.
0: Well, him. who's his biggest competition? Like when we talk about the Manning thing, Elway's still arguably more popular. Elway's still, you know, he's he's certainly got the record books out there, right? But who's Brady's competition in Tampa? Brad Johnson.
1: Brad Johnson. I mean, I'm sure. Um, I'm blanking on a former Colts back of quarterback. Like came out of Kansas State. I'm blanking on his name now. Jo- Josh. Uh, oh, Josh, Josh Freeman. Freeman. Josh Freeman. His numbers are yeah. probably better because they threw the ball more. I mean, Jameis Winston was there for five years. He threw a ton of touchdowns, also a ton of picks. So it's like, yeah. I, hate the competition. I don't know. I, like, Johnson was, was, solid, there but, oh was there for a hot minute.
0: Doug Williams was there for a hot minute. They got a lot of I mean, like, Super Bowl winners that came through the doors, but not not necessarily there.
1: Yeah, that is that is fun, man. Yeah. Put him in the ring of honor. I mean, they put Bruce Aarons in the ring of honor for being there for – five years of winning one Super Bowl. So Tom Brady's got to go. That's going to be, I care for that ceremony. That will bring, as someone who gets annoyed with all the the Peyton Broncos talk, that will bring me a lot of joy seeing Tom Brady <laughs> on the field in Tampa with number 12 retired uh, in the uh, in the ring of honor. That is, that is for sure. All right, George. Well, like I said, six weeks of winter upcoming here on Groundhog Day, six more weeks probably of the Colt coaching search. They are down to eight candidates in round number two. We thought, Maybe we'd have an emergency pod coming today, tomorrow, Saturday, with the, with the announcer of the Colt Tech coach. But it seems with the third round of interviews, we will be here uh, for a long time, George. So buckle up. Don't feel like we're going to, you know, we're not in the fast lane. Not as sure when it comes to uh, comes to figuring out this Colt Tech coaching search show. I'm sure by the time we, we talk to you next on Monday, we'll still be talking about, hopefully at that point, three or four candidates. Like if we can yep. have our next pod recorded, we at least have a, final, a real finalist list. Progress progress oh,
0: no absolutely i think you know th- we need a snickers sponsorship at this point right we, we need a giveaway or something uh, no one <laughs> here's going anywhere for a while there's no question so we'll see
1: maybe chris ballard needs a snickers because he seems like you know he makes poor decisions or can't think clearly when he's hungry so someone get him some snickers someone get his brain going here and we'll see if we can get a, a decision made relatively and the emphasis on relatively quickly here with how slow this is uh this is played out as we're going on almost a month as the Colts do uh, search for the next head coach. So enjoy the weekend. Uh, safe to say George, you will not be watching the flag football Pro Bowl as Tyler Huntley leads the way.
0: You know, it's interesting. I didn't think I could be less interested in the Pro Bowl. I could give the NFL credit. They, they did <laughs> it. I care less about it now than I used to. And I didn't care about it then. So it's, it's entered the negative zone.
1: That I agree. I mean, flag football is unwatchable enough. Now Tyler Huntley and his two touchdown passes this season is going to be participating. Yeah. I thought Mac Jones last year was bad. Do you talk the worst that. player.
0: Of course, Baltimore's going to trade Lamar Jackson as backup to Pro Bowler.
1: <laughs> That's true. Right. You can't put a Pro Bowl. Has anyone been a Pro Bowl on the bench next year? I don't think so. Unofficially, I'm going to say no. So you're <laughs> right. Like, there it is. You heard it here, folks. We are breaking, as a Colts pod, we're breaking Ravens news. Lamar Jackson will be traded because Tyler Hunley, Pro Bowler, deserves to start week number one next year. Holy cow. That is. <laughs> So, yeah, enjoy your weekend doing anything but watching the Pro Bowl games. We'll talk to you Monday right here on the Blue Horseshoe Pod.